Blog Talk Radio. Ronaldo on it. Ronaldo on it. To the Mayo Kids Radio Show. I'm your host, Renaldo, and today we're going to interview a guy named Byron Gunn. We're going to learn about his organization and how they help youth. Also, we have some indie music from talented kids from all over the world. I really want to thank you for listening to the show, and I want to let you know that you can go to our website, myokids.com. Again, go to our website, myelkids.com, M-A-E-L-L-E-K-I-D-S. Today we're going to talk about how he got started working with kids, why he worked with kids, the struggles he faced, because he's from a small town just like me, the struggles he faced with running his youth organization, and we also want you to know to support him because he's trying to help people and also, want to let you know that Myel Kids issue number five is out right now. You can get it at our website, myelkids.com slash magazine. Also, we have the UK edition, Kara Getmanova, Sophia Leah. And on uh, issue five, we have Layla Griffin, and we have twin sister duo, Sarah and Kimmy. Make sure you listen to the archive to listen to Sarah and Kimmy's interview. And we're we're basically going to talk to him. He's coming up soon, and we're going to introduce him. Hello, how you doing? Peace, grace, and love, everybody. All right. So, can everybody hear um, me well? Yes, we can. Oh, yeah, I want to let right, you perfect. know if you would like to call in, if you have a question about getting your child into modeling, acting, because if I'm correct, you you help kids get into modeling and stuff too, right? And pro, like do photo shoots and stuff. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I do have um, a few connections actually within the uh, Greensboro area. Um, yes, uh, it's opportunities out there for kids. I have tons of opportunities for kids. Yeah, and I remember um, it's really hard to get people to um, work with kids 
because I saw a post from one of one of the persons she worked with, um, Shay Johnson. She was saying she was looking for people who work with kids, and she was right. trying to connect. And really, people don't understand that, especially for like black people, mm-hmm. um, the kids thing is kind of low. You have a lot of more white people doing like stuff. Like, there's a lot of white kids magazines, but I probably can only count two black kids magazines besides bio kids. So, right. um, that's the one thing I don't want to let people know. A lot of photographers I work with, because I work with regular, I work with like grown models also. And right. a lot of those photographers don't want to work with kids. And they don't yeah. see value in working with kids. So um, maybe we can give some, you know, tips on how parents can navigate and find photographers that work with, work with kids. Like I said, there's not too many magazines that feature black kids, so that's why we created uh, My Young Kids. And, um, right. yeah, so maybe we can give some tips because we try to make this a learning show, not just, you know, us um, talking about the magazines. So, um, yes, sir. How do you find people to work with kids? Because, like I said, it's kind of like very low. Um, as far as within the city of Danville, uh, we have a few parents that are um, pushing for their kids. You know, pushing their creative side, their creative juices. Um, I know one parent specifically. Her name is Destiny Mitchell, and her son um, owns a sock brand uh, type of brand. Like he has his own sock brand. So, and she pushes him pushes him towards that. And that's very different as far as within our city, and I'm pretty sure other cities can relate. So, I wanted to bring her name out there because I don't know too many parents. I know a few, but I don't know too many parents that actually pushes their child at a young age to be who they want to be. So, um, one of the things, like I would say, yes, it does start at home. Um, it all depends on the environment the kid is around because whatever environment that kid is around, that's what he's accustomed to. That's what he or she is accustomed to. So, you know, if their environment is street-related, of course they're going to act street-related. If their environment is, you know, they lack a sink, they lack a father, of course they're going to lack, you know, certain father uh, men qualities. You know, there's certain things like that we have to take notice into the kids and actually know how to work around it, if that makes sense. Because every kid has something that um, they all have adversity they go through at a young age. It's really the odds are against black kids, like how you said, it's more privileges and opportunities for white kids than there's black kids not to um, discriminate or anything of that nature. But it's how it is upon us at a young age, especially for black kids, because this is a, um, it's not an assumption, but if certain kids don't have a certain reading level or not at a certain reading level by a certain age, they're already put as a statistic in the system. Yes, it's it's certain things like that, parents and everyone, like just uncle, brother, sister, like everyone needs to be aware of when they're dealing with kids because, of course, some kids don't know any better. 
you know, we can't point our fingers always at the kids. I've worked with kids at the Boys and Girls Club for two years, so I have a pretty good understanding of the relationship between kids and parents and kids by themselves and kids with other kids. And, you know, you're going to get different uh, – you're going to see a different kid in different areas. You know, the kid may act a certain way with the parent, they act a different way with another kid, or they may act a certain way at home, they act differently in school. So it's certain things like that we have to know about with kids. And be it goes unnoticed, you know, and that's how we're not – we don't know how to work with them. We don't know how to get their creative juices flowing. We don't know how to push them to be who they want to be at a young age. We feel – we fail them because we tell them you have everything figured out when you get in high school, where we have 10-year-olds, 8-year-olds, 12-year-old kids that are booming, that are in the business area, that are billionaire kids, that are millionaire kids, that are kids that – have their own businesses. Like, it's always told any kid, you're never too young to be who you want to be. And that's one thing I push within the kids in our community. Yeah, and I see, like, with this kids magazine, like, there's so many kids in my community that have talent, but their parents don't believe in them or whatever. But then if you go to, yeah. like, another community, their kids is pushing them hard. Um, exactly. I mean, their parents is it's inspiring them and per, helping them pursue their dreams, start their businesses, and definitely yeah. like a small town like I'm in, um, it's not too many people that will talk to their kids and find out if they have any talent or anything, unless they in church maybe. But um, right. like these kids right. could be programming and creating apps because there's. I know you heard a. Um, have you heard of uh, Figure? He got the Figure phones. I actually haven't. Well, it's Lightning. a black-owned cell phone company. And the guy, wow. Figure, he started programming when he was six years old. His dad bought him an old, uh, old Apple computer that was no good from the thrift store. And what, by his grandfather buying him that Apple computer from the thrift store, he learned how to fix computers. Now, amazing. Now he owns the the only black cell phone company with the F, FCC pat. I mean, with the FCC license, and you can wow. get the cell phones, and it, the coverage is national national wide. And he invented like the cell phone. So if you got a cell phone that stop stop you from call um, talking when while you're driving. He invented that. That is amazing. Yes. Wow. So, I think it's, I hope that the nosy people who who um don't like the magazines and stuff, I hope they listen in because they might have a genius in their a genius kid and don't even know. If that guy grandfather didn't buy that that Apple computer. Figure wouldn't own own a cell phone company, right? Yeah, and the parents play a big. uh, Yeah, I was going to say the parents play a big part. The parents can play a big part into you know a kid's success. I definitely agree there. Definitely, definitely. And and the thing about your stuff and and Shay and Elite Angels is. We're showcasing this to kids 
And so other kids see, well, wow, I can do this too. So mm-hmm. that's why yes, it's sir. important. So, yes. Very important. So um, what made you get into this? Like there's a million things you can do. It's so much easier to probably do a platform with grown-ups or, you know, maybe run a club or something. So, like, what made you get into this? Um. Well, um, originally I went to college in Nova State for two years. Um, I did not finish. But, however, while I was there, I joined an awesome uh, organization called the League of Extraordinary Men. And um, there I really grew as a person. Like, it was an organization that really molded men to be who they are. And at the time before that, I can say now, like, I was lost before I really joined the organization. When I joined the organization, it really it really brought purpose um, to myself. And from um, the organization we mentored at elementary schools, um, we did programs for um, collegiate um, men. Uh, we um, mentored, we volunteered at elementary schools. We, you know, we there at the first day of their um, their school year, pumping them up, you know, certain things like that. And it really drove me to push and uh, be a part of a, a child's life. So we met, we really volunteered like almost every day after school. Like after our classes was done, um, me and a few of my brothers or sisters in our organization, we'll go to a certain schools and we'll mentor or volunteer there for however long. And um, yes, just being around kids and knowing um, what they're capable of, their potential. Like they kids have potential that adults don't have. Why? Because they are very creative at a young age. Like we all are creative. We're more creative uh-huh. at a young age than when we get older. So every child has some type of creativeness in them. It's just about tapping into it, finding out what it is that they have. Because, you know, we may say some kids, you know, don't act right or they don't do this, they don't do that. True indeed. However, every kid has a unique talent, a unique way of thinking, some type of creativeness, some type of something that they have um, at a young age that is our job as older people, mentors, volunteers, parents, brothers, sisters, to help them tap into it. Because, okay, this is what we have going on. I'm pretty sure not um, everyone notices, but we have kids going viral for the wrong things. <laughs> we have yeah. a kid going viral for saying cuss words. We have kids going viral for cussing out their parents, cussing out someone. We have kids going viral for being something that, yes, we have kids going viral for all the wrong reasons. And we are pushing that. We are supporting that. We are like, okay, the kid went viral. Look at what the kid went viral for. <laughs> You know, so those are the type of things that we all have to think and be accountable for when we're dealing with kids, when we see a kid, yo, know, like that's not that's not the way. That's not that's not what we want to push you to be. We don't want to push you to become viral this way. We want you to become viral 
um, something that's going to be productive, that's going to bring hope to other kids, it's going to bring hope to yourself, bring purpose. We want something like that. Um, so, yeah, those are, like, just a few things just we all have to think about. Um, I originally started volunteering and mentoring um, with the League of Extraordinary Men. I brought it, um, my mentoring and volunteering down to Danville at the Boys and Girls Club. And from there, I started working at the Boys and Girls Club based on volunteering and mentoring with kids. And I worked at the Boys and Girls Club for two years. I developed a program there um, called the Society of Growth where I actually tried to push and help kids tap into their creative juices or if they wanted to own a business, whatever type of business they wanted to own. We, I had it was so many artistic kids. Like, they were so artistic, you know, and they could really uh, create a painting. They can create a sculptor, a sculpture. They can create so many different things. They can create money. They can create. They can be monetized. And we just allow it to be an idea. We allow it to fade off because they're a child. We, we believe it's not their time. They need to wait until they become a high school or college when we can really push into that at a young age. And by the time they get in high school, they won't have to worry about loans, grants college, things like that, because everything will already be in place. So that's what my um, view is with um, how I got started and where I'm going with this. Yeah, definitely. And to add to what you what you just said, I know at least a good 30 kids that are their own businesses that I have mm. featured. I only have five. Mm. We only released five issues, but I know at least 30 kids. Matter of fact, we got the young CEO issue coming up next, and we're featuring Pilar Scratch. Pilar Scratch, she's a celebrity stylist. We're featuring her son. Then we got Jaden Perez. He has his own nonprofit. He's the CEO. His Mm -hmm. mom is, like, the co-president, and he gives back to to people, grown-ups and kids. And we got Young Guys Clothing. They're two wow. teenage brothers that produce amazing high fashion. So um, that's going to be an amazing issue. And I'm definitely excited about that. So if you have some kids that are CEOs and stuff, you might want to tell them their parents about this issue that's coming up. It's already packed, but if they have a good story, I'll definitely add them. Yes, sir, I definitely will be in touch, and I have a few um, kids that I can refer to you. Um, definitely, most definitely. So um, what can we do to inspire these kids? Uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take – it's going to take things that – we haven't been doing. It's going to take, you know, uh, unity. Um, to my experience, you know, one person can do it if that kid looks up to that person. But what happens if that kid don't look up to that person or that kid, you know, resents that person? It's going to take a village, like they say. So um, really, I believe in consistency. Um I also believe in if you have the same person um, not giving up on a child, 
That's another thing because certain kids expect to uh, for us to give up on them. They expect for us not to be around that long because what they're used to is what their environment, you know, their dad might have been, their life brought, you know, up to two or three years and they left. So we have to, like, really think about the life of the child to be able to understand the child because we, there's a lot of things we may not understand about kids. Why? Because there's certain things that we don't know that they go through. You know, it's not our business, but however, though, um, for us to be able to push kids to be um, who they want to be and where they need to be is definitely going to take um, some strong-minded individuals to really push kids consistently. And when I mean consistent, I mean every day, if it's throughout the summer, work with kids, uh, you know, one-on-ones. It's going to take a lot, a lot of things we probably haven't done, a lot of things that we need to do. Um, We're going to really have to get outside our comfort zone to really um, bring the greatness into the kids, you know. So, yeah, my um, my thing is, yeah, whatever – you haven't done, do it. You know, whatever uh, strategy or um, whatever you haven't tried with the kid, you know, because it's kind of like a war thing. We're trying to reach a point into these kids and they're resenting because they don't know how to accept it. They don't know how to accept the um, us pushing them to be positive. They're so used to people pushing them to be negative. So it's just, it really takes us to understand the kid, really. I think that's probably the biggest misconception um, between us and kids is that we don't understand them. We don't understand why they are the way they are. We don't understand how, we don't have patience enough for kids. All of that stuff comes to play for kids. I mean, it just it just does. Hello? Hello, so are you still there? Hello, I want to let everyone know that you can call in. The number is 917-889-3288. Again, if you'd like to call in and if you'd like to talk to our guest, the number is 917-889-3288. We also have a chat room where you can type in what you would like to say to our guest. Again, thank you, and I agree with everything you said. Um, so, um, what books would you recommend for parents or kids to add to their library? Uh, wow. Um, let's see. Let's see. I would probably, there's a few books. I'm not too sure. It depends on uh, the grade level. <laughs> depends on the grade level. One thing I would advise is not a book, but it's very helpful um, for me. To me, um, to be honest, if I would have known about this YouTube channel, I probably would have second-guessed college because I, at the time I was studying entrepreneurship, 
and I didn't know about the different options and the different resources that was out there for entrepreneurship. So um, for parents and kids, it's this YouTube channel called Valuetainment. I'm going to say again, Valuetainment um, is by um, an entrepreneur called Patrick Bet David. And what he does is he really teaches about entrepreneurship. He interviewed different entrepreneurs. He explains how to create a business within a hundred um under a hundred dollars. This was actually um I actually during my program, Society of Growth, this is like one of the one of the channels I was actually showing kids. I was actually showing um some um YouTube videos from Valuetainment. Uh, such as, you know, how to start a business under $100, um, how to market yourself on social media. The resources are out there for kids, and the problem is nobody is telling them that. Nobody is. They are just forcing college down kids' throat when college is not meant for everyone, you know, and there's different resources out there that substitute that knowledge. You know, college is not the only way to receive that knowledge. There's different ways. You just have to be the person to go get it. There's textbooks out there. You can order you can order the textbooks and study yourself. Really, college just helps you, guides you, and, you know, gets you to that point and helps you study. But the books, the resources, the videos, everything is out there for us. We just have to know where and have the right people to get us to it. But, yes, again, Valuetainment um, YouTube channel is an amazing for any kids that are in entrepreneurship. Um, interested in entrepreneurship, whether no matter what it is, he got some. He has some great philosophy. He has interviewed some of the greatest of the greats in entrepreneurship. Um, I definitely advise his YouTube channel for all ages. You mean not, you know, not you know, uh, fourth grade and down, or well, actually, really that too, because it's some um third, fourth graders that will be able to comprehend it and they'll be able to learn from it. So I really won't take it away from any age. You know, it all depends on the child and how they perceive it. Okay. You just made a lot of parents happy. So Do you have any upcoming projects that you like tell everybody about, events or anything? Um, currently, um, I'm rebranding. Um, my business is DK Royalties. Um, I'm looking into. I'm always um looking for you know young entrepreneurs. It's something that we don't have a lot of in my small in my city, so. Whenever you do find, or if I do find that one, that I like to grab a hold to that child because, you know, that child has something great and you want to make sure he keeps that mindset, stay focused because it's so easy to be distracted, especially as a young kid. It's easy for us adults and especially for young kids to be distracted. So the main thing is just keeping the kids on point, you know, on whatever it is they like to do. Um, but as far as projects that I'm will be having soon, um, I would say within next year I will be at the process of um having internships for high school students. Um, that's one of the goals for my business is to actually have internships for high school students, um, and actually have high school students actually mentor 
middle school students into um, entrepreneurship or art or music or whatever um, quality characteristic or whatever they want to pursue. Like I, like we said before, it takes a village, and the more people we have on hand, the easier it will be. So we just have to create that village, you know, pretty much. Yes, I totally agree. There's too many people against the progress than for the progress, but that's okay. Still a lot of right. people, and I know you probably feel this too. You get a lot of love for, from the parents, and that fuels you to keep going. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Most definitely. So would you like to, we're about to end the show. Would you like to shout out anyone? Um, ooh, that could be a long list. <laughs> um, first and foremost, I do want to shout out my parents. My parents raised me um, right. I want to shout out to the Boys and Girls Club of Danville area. I want to shout out to the League of Extraordinary Men. Keep um, volunteering, mentoring, um Keep recruiting collegiate um, men to um, do exactly as what we need to do as a village and to help um, kids be who they need to be. Um, I would like to shout out my team, DK Royalties. I have a team myself. I'd like to shout them out um, for being on this journey with me. Uh, And shout out to all the parents, all the parents that um, are in the kid's life. I mean, regardless of the situation, the circumstances, the environment, if you're in your child's life, shout out to you because, you know, so many kids are in broken homes. So if that kid just had that one parent, we, we need to take that time and start acknowledging that one parent. If they have both parents, then that is amazing because not too many homes have two parents. So, yes, I definitely give a shout out to all the parents that are listening right now, all the kids that are entrepreneurs right now that are, um, stepping outside their comfort zone to being who they want to be. Shout out to you all because you all have the voice and the power to change a lot. It's all about how you use it. Because right now, you'll be at a point where kids are trying to get to, and kids are going to want to know. They're going to, want, they're going to be curious. How did you do this? How did you get to this point? How did you start? They're going to be curious. So you're going to have a lot of power on your hands. So to all the entrepreneur, um, kidpreneurs, um, no matter what it is that you are doing, whether you're aspiring or you're striving or you're already there, shout to you, keep going. Do not fail yourself. Do not fail yourself, okay? Um, that concludes my shout-out. I, I, I can go forever and ever. <laughs> but, yeah, definitely shout-out to all the kidpreneurs that are listening right now. Y'all are amazing. Keep going. All right, and what's – I forgot to ask you this. What struggles have you faced with starting up DK Royalty? I know when you're in a little town, automatically, a lot of times, people do not believe in what you're doing. But once they see more people get involved, then they kind of slowly, slowly want to get involved, some of them. So, like, what right. struggles have you faced? Um. I, the environment that I, I live in, um, the environment that everyone is accustomed to, 
um, because, you know, I grew up in, um, I wasn't born in the streets, but I was sort of raised in the streets. And that's because that's all we knew. That's all, that's all we was around. That's all that we knew at the time. And it's the exact same way as now. So kids are getting into the streets at a young age, which is one of the biggest challenges because now we have to figure out a way that we can take the kids out of the streets and we can substitute the streets for something else. That is probably one of the mission and goals uh, for a small city like mine is that we have to take the kids out of the streets and give them something else to strive in. So my thing is with um, not even just kids, but people in the streets in general, we have to um, pretty much substitute the streets for something else that they can make money in. Because I'm being honest with you, for certain people and kids, because kids are doing it now more than ever, really, it's really younger kids now in my city that that's doing shooting, that's doing breaking and entering. You know, high school students. It's a it's a lot of kids nowadays that are doing this, so it's very important. Um, but we have to find a way to substitute the streets for something positive, some way that they can make money right then and there. Why? Because why would they? If, we, if I was to go into the hood and say, "Hey, I have this business." Um, I want everybody to join this business and third, and they don't see how they can make money in it right then and there. Compared to they can go and break it into a house and make five hundred dollars. They can go sell cocaine or weed and make a hundred or two, three hundred dollars right then and there. Why would they want to listen to something when they know they can make money right then and there? As I'm trying to talk to them. So as crazy as it seems and the logic as it seems, we have to find a way to substitute the streets with something positive in a way that they, it can be monetized, in a way that they can see um, the potential in themselves. They can see, okay, this is something I can see myself into. This is something I can see myself making money into, you know. And so that's um, kind of one of the biggest challenges I face in a small area like um, Danville is that we have a lot of kids that are growing up to be in the streets, a lot of kids growing up to be in the streets, and it is that's just what it is because that's what their environment it consists of. You know, it's what their environment consists of. The parents can't only do but so much, and then you got some parents who don't do enough. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like one of those things where um, we really have to consistently push a child and also come up with a way that we can substitute what they're used to, what they're accustomed to, their environment for something else. Because I wish I would have had an older person, or as um, some people would call them OGs, to teach us right, to teach us right from wrong, to tell us, like, this isn't what we need to do. We're too young for this. This is not in our nature. You know, we don't have nobody telling kids that, so we are allowing kids to do whatever at this point. But we have to be able to um, substitute whatever it is that they're going through with something positive, something that can be monetized, you know, whether it's our art, whether they can paint and we can make copies and they can sell it. Um, no matter if you got to go back to the old days, the lemonade stand, whatever it is, we have to be able to substitute it. So just find out different ways that we can substitute the streets or whatever it is that they're going through with something positive. That's the goal.
Yes, I totally agree with you on that. And a lot of the kids that, that actually my kids actually do that. There's one girl on her day, and she has a book, and she has a lemonade stand. So, yeah, some, wow. some of the kids are already doing that instead of um, all standing in the streets. And it's starting off with a, you know, young age. Um, and it's, it's just amazing um, seeing kids do this. And some of these kids amaze me. And I know you see amazing kids, too. They're like, wow. Yes, sir. <laughs> doing this at age three and all of that. Uh, and then back in the day, you would sell music. Last time they could start selling music again and stuff like that. Right. I had a question for you, but I forgot. Um, I guess I should have wrote it down. But um, when you're talking, I was thinking of stuff. Um, so, yeah, you dropped a lot of information. This was a great show. I want to let everyone know if you miss any part of the show, you can go to our website, myokids.com slash radio. You also can listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, you can listen to the show on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to your podcast. This is the, the first show i ever seen like this that interview kids and authors and talent and people who work with children. And um, the parents love this show, so we're going to keep this show going. We might end up yes, on the show more than one time a week. So we're going to get some more yes, guests sir. in, and we're going to just keep – Inspiring people because we need to inspire these kids. So they, like he said, we don't want them to be on the street. Um, it's just it's so easy to get caught in the street, and you dropped a lot of good points for people. Because um, a lot of times, you know, people starting businesses, especially um, they don't get too much support, and a lot of times too, yep. people who know you. They're not. They don't see the value in it automatically, too. So, even yep. if a child starts something and people don't automatically that you know gravitate to it, try to promote it right. to some other people that don't know them or whatever. Right. Do you have any closing words? Um, parents push your kids. Stay consistent on pushing your kids because it takes consistency. You know, it's so easy to give up, but, you know, it's easy. It's, it's easy to give up. You don't, you don't want to be that easy person, you know. You want to be that easy person to fail a child or allow a child to fail themselves. So a lot of great things happen through consistency. Success happens through consistency. I'm sorry for the noise in the background. But um, success happens through consistency. My business um, got noticed through me being consistent. I, I didn't receive acknowledgement or exposure at first, but once they started seeing me being consistent, they saw me traveling, they saw me doing things that they weren't doing, people started engaging because they started seeing me being consistent. So whatever it is with your child, if you're pushing them to do right, don't just do it one day, don't just do it once a week, be consistent with it. And I guarantee within consistency, a month or so, you will start to see change. That's my um, remarks to stay consistent. Agreed. Do you have anything else you would like to say before we end the show? It's your time, and you can say it. 
And also, give us your website or links, or your social media links. Okay. Um, most definitely, my Instagram's um, business page is DK Royalties underscore. That is DK R O Y A L T I E S underscore. Um, my Facebook business page is DK Royalties, and my public figure. Instagram page is Mr. DK himself, Mr. DK himself. That's where you can all can find um, find me and follow me on social media to keep up with certain um, events, photo shoots, and certain other opportunities that I may provide for um, kids and older crowds. All right. Thanks for listening to the Mario Kids Radio Show. This is the official show of Mario Kids Magazine. Make sure you get your free copy of Mario Kids Magazine. Only thing you have to do is go to MarioKids.com slash free hyphen magazine without an S. You can download it free for three months and can enjoy our magazine. Also, you can buy the print at MarioKids.com slash magazine. Thank you for listening to the show, and we'll see you next Saturday. At the same time, 5 o'clock p.m. Eastern time. We're going to end the show with a child R&B singer. And this song is by Area B, and it's called, I forgot the name of the song. Oh, her mom, don't be mad at me. But um, we're going to play this. Everybody enjoy it. Thank mm-hmm. you.